Now, you've had 13 number one hits as a band. Again, we're talking to Marty Raven, lead singer of Shenandoah. 26 of your singles have charted on the Billboard Hot Country charts. Of all these songs that you've recorded, new or old, do you guys have favorites? Is there any one that really holds true as the song that you're just still proud of to this day? I, I would say thumbs down. You know, during interviews uh, with the whole band, you know, somebody said, what's your favorite? And everybody says Sunday in the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really probably uh, for nothing more uh, than the video because, you know, like uh, Jim Seals, the original guitar player, his dad and Mike's granddad, the drummer with the group Shenandoah, his granddad and, and Jim Seals' dad are the, are the two gentlemen playing checkers. Huh, okay, I didn't know that. You know, uh, Jim Seals' uh, youngest daughter uh, was in the video. His wife was holding, you know, and caressing the, uh, uh, his, his baby daughter. Uh, you know, my sons were in it. Uh, you know, friends that we knew. And, and unfortunately, you know, some of those people, uh, you know, like Jim Seal's dad and, and Mike McGuire's granddad and Rick Hall and uh, several other people that are in that video, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's really, really special because a lot of those folks have gone on to be with the Lord. And uh, it, it's really kind of a nice, nice family album, to be honest with you, because a lot of our family was in it. But, you know, the, the way the way it got started was, said, well, man, you know, what we need is we need like a dinner on the ground thing. You know, good old church, mm-hmm. dinner on the ground, decoration day type thing. And, and uh, so WLAY, the local radio station here in town, we shot it in Tuscumbia, Alabama, uh, which is, you know, we, we live in what they call the Quad Cities. So, so you got Muscle Shoals, Tuscumbia, and Sheffield, and then you cross the river and you're in the Florence, Alabama. So it's northwest Alabama, and, and, and it's just all up there in a big cluster. And so anyway, so WLAY has reached to, to get around all those. And they announced that, look, Chanado is going to be doing uh, at the county seat of Colbert County, and that's the county that we live in, it's Colbert County, uh, at the courthouse. Uh, they're going to be doing a video. And if you want to, bring a covered dish and dress up in your Sunday best. And come on out to the to the video shoot, and you can be you can be in, you can be part of the video. So, man, I mean, we had people all over the place. And that song came out in 1989, which was right in your wheelhouse there in the late 80s, early 90s. Shenandoah just cranking out hits one after the other. Uh, how how would you compare the music that was played back then, not only by yourselves but by you know your your fellow country artists, to some of the songs that that you hear on the radio in today's country music? The whole reason we started this show was because we wanted to throw it back to, to your time, your heyday. Not that it's all bad today or anything like that, but I do feel like in a lot of today's songs, there's just something missing, and that's just my opinion. So how would you compare the two different styles and eras? Well, you know, I, I think uh, uh, back during the, uh, the late 80s and the early 90s, you know, there, there were a lot of uh, the continuance of, of what had been happening in country music uh, even before then, and that, that, that was the story song. Uh, you know, the songs that, you know, that, that, that literally would paint a tremendous picture like a green, green grass of home. And then you turn right back around and you got to, he stopped loving her today. And then, you know, you got a, uh, you know, a, you know, a Kathy Matea thing that was out in the, the late eighties, early nineties. Uh, uh, where have you been? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and songs, songs like that, that, you know, that literally would move, move the heart of people and, and stuff. And, and it wasn't just the up tempo 
or, or the or the rhythmic things that were happening. It, it was songs that really would pull on the heartstrings of of, of the listener. And it, it, the one thing that 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 we've always known and believed, and still to this day we believe. And I mean, even doing this brand new album, I mean, we have we have literally looked in every nook and cranny that we can possibly find. Every every writer that we know. Uh, we 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 wore them out about you know the material that we're trying to find and this kind of stuff because we want to do this record that sounds like a Shenandoah record only up to date with artists that that, that are doing doing a, a a a much much different kind of sound and so therefore it, it it all comes down when it's all over said and done it's about the tune and what the tune says to people you know uh, you know when you can ask people what, what do you think the greatest Country music song ever was that was that, that was ever written. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of folks that can say a lot of different things because there's a preference. But the answer that you'll hear most of the time is, well, man, I I don't know. I'd probably have to say he stopped loving her today. Probably my favorite. You know, well, somebody could say, man, I sure could use a little good news today by Ann Murray. Or somebody saying, you know, uh, you know, Giddy Up Go by uh, Red Savine. You know, when when all the CBs were, uh, you know, running Stark Natal crazy. You know, you know, in the late seventies. You know, so it really, it really depends on 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 where you're at in the business, but it's the song that's going to bring you. You know, I think Hugh Presswood probably said it the best: "The song remembers when." And there's a great deal in that statement alone, not just for a good song title, but the statement of 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 the song remembers when. It's kind of like, man, what what song was popular when Elvis Presley died? Or do you remember where you were at when John F. Kennedy was assassinated? Or you know where was it when when you know when you went out on your first date? Or what was the popular song that was this and that you know in your life? And you can always relate that back to a tune. And and I think that's the reason why you know because music is so powerful. It, it, it'll move you whether whether up or down in tempo. Music is a very powerful thing. And and it and it literally moves the emotions in you, and it stirs those that it brings you to a place, and and can take you away from a place by nothing more than listening to it. I, I think that's what we're missing in a lot of today's modern country music is is there's a lot of just shallowness. There isn't much there beneath the surface, and that's that's you you won't get that in a Shenandoah song because there is depth in every Shenandoah song that that I've ever heard, and I appreciate that about you and the band that you can listen to a song, and uh, it, it makes you feel something. So uh, that being said, do you consider your era there as, as the greatest uh, era in country music, or do you not even think along those lines at all? Uh, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. You know, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk that, you know, that we've been the ones bringing back the, the 80s and the 90s music, and I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't know whether uh, there's validity to that. I, I know it's really special when people say that, you know, it, it means, and it, it believe me, it means a great deal to each and every one of us. You know, but but we do know that 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 during the late '80s and early '90s, that was our wheelhouse. But it was just, it just happened to be the time that we were there. But what what really is special to us is is knowing that 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 we picked and wrote the right songs. Uh, the ones that, that literally, that, that seems like today, you know, that's probably what we're more proud of than anything is that, you know, uh, it's not that, you know, it, it, we get it introduced sometimes as legends, you know, and, you, and we kind of look at each other and go, man, I wish they wouldn't say that. 
And it's not because of, you know, uh, you think you're too old or anything like that. It's just, you know, that, that, that was a, that was a moniker or, or a brand that we put on a George Jones or a Myrtle Haggard, you know, uh, uh, a Loretta Limp, a Dolly Parton when we were coming up because, you know, they, you know, before we even knew what an icon was, I mean, that, that those were our idols as far as a genre of music because they, they were the ones carrying the mail. You know, they, they, they were the ones that would, that would make you take back stuff you hadn't stole. I mean, the music they did was the stuff that really meant something to you. But to realize and recognize that, 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 that most of the songs on your 80s and 90s shows, uh, that Shenandoah was in the top five, you know, and, and you're talking some 30, 32 years ago, depending on when, you know, what song you're talking about when it yeah. was recorded. Uh, you know, that, that's a little hard to believe sometimes that, that, that you have music that has sustained that long. And, uh, you know, it, it is something that, that you feel kind of proud of. But, uh, you know, right now, I think the mode that we got probably more than anything, Glenn, is knowing that, 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 that we got this new record coming. Uh, I, I think we're putting a lot of undue stress on ourselves for it. Uh, but that's a, it's a good, healthy stress. And, and that is, is that, what we're trying to do more than anything else in the world is is we're, we're actually trying to compete with ourselves and try to try to try to hopefully bring uh, to people the stuff that we brought to people in the late '80s and the early '90s. Who are some of the other artists from that era that you came up with that you really have an appreciation for, or that you can look back and say, "Yeah, you know, they were they were doing it right too back then." Man, I I think you know, and he was a friend of mine, and I I think tragically. Uh, which I'd met him back during the bluegrass days. I think the first time I'd ever met Keith Whitley it was probably 73, yep. 74. And I, you know, I, I just, you know, I, you know, I, 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 honestly, I wanted to tell him, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot, you know, and, and, and I, I really was, that, that upset me a great deal because he and I were friends and, and, and we had known each other for a long time. But of course, there, there was a great deal of sadness and of his passing, but, but man, he was he was doing it so right, you know the records that he was doing. Man, it was just working, you know. No stranger to the rain, and and don't close your eyes, and you know just you know it it, it man it, it it had really got to the point for Keith where, where where the ball was really really starting to roll, and uh, and 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 at the time when it did, uh, and nothing bad meant by this, but I mean it literally was was rolling downhill and picking up speed. But uh, you know, there was Joe Diffie, uh, Patty Loveless. Oh yeah, uh, man, who oh, in the yeah. world wouldn't love Patty? I, you know, <laughs> man, I, I, I've always been such a big fan because she's a purist. You know, you know what she does is just, you know, uh, really, really tremendous. Uh, you know, you had, uh, you know, of course Garth and uh, the things he was doing, and, and you know, man, he he just, uh, it, man, he was just wearing it out. You know, and and just. Uh, uh, man, there was just a there was just a lot of lot of great uh, music that that was out during that time, and and uh, you know even the Kentucky Headhunters, you know, that came along in the nineties, you know, and and uh, what they were doing, and you know, you just loved the you know the original, you know, which I'll say this, they was they, they were some in the business uh, that that was a little bit older than we were that claimed, oh, well, my God, they're going to set us back 50 years. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and I didn't see that. I, you know, I thought, man, look, man, they're turning, 
they're turning the younger people on and stuff like that. And man, the, the people our age are digging it, you know. And and so therefore, then again, it goes back to preference. It's kind of like I've been asked before, who do I think the greatest country music singer was? And I I got to say, man, I got to name all five of them. They go, no, 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 no. I, I want the best one. I can tell you, you know, the five that I like because you know some things, you know, they did I, I like better than than what somebody else did. You know, and that that doesn't mean that I didn't like them any less or anything like that. I, I I just put them in that top five category. I I don't know that I have a favorite one. And that's why I got to be careful too, Marty, because I I find myself saying, you know, music today it ain't like it was, you know, when I was growing up. But I don't also don't want to be one of those guys that just uh, hates on everything that's new as well. So you do gotta have to find that balance a little bit too, right? Well, yeah, you know, and, and the thing that you got to, you know, the thing I, I think that you need to do, you know, scripturally, you know what the Bible tells us to do is, you know, the Bible tells us to, to speak to people the truth, seasoned with a little salt. In other words, that that means use truth. You know, that, man, do you like this particular song? Well, you know, I don't. Okay, well, give me the good reason why you don't. Now, don't, you know, don't, don't tell me that you don't like it just because you just don't like it. You know, I mean, is it, you know, does it sound like the other one that you just heard? Or, uh, you know, is it, is, are you tired of hearing about the blue jeans running down to the river with a keg of beer? Or, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you're sick and tired of hearing about that stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it depends on whether you're willing to say that or not. You know, uh, am I? Uh, well, to be honest with you, it's not that I'm sick of it. I, I just never cared for those types of songs. You know, I, I just yeah. never have. You know, man, I I, I honestly truly do like the songs of A Good Year for the Roses and and, uh, Daddy Frank and, and, you know, uh, uh, He Is Alive, Dolly Parton, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I I just, I'm just big fans of that, you know, uh, man, I like, you know, Well, Corn Won't Grow, Uh, you know, I like some of the Travis Tritt stuff. That's a great song. Uh, You know, that he did, you know, and, and, and he was another one that. That literally was, you know, southern rock and all his, all, all the way through his, you know, uh, country stuff. But then he turned right back, back around and and uh, and do one of one of the, one of the best, you know, uh, tear drenching ballads that you know that you could do. And and I think that that, that literally was the, the wholesomeness, the completeness, and, and, and the hundred percent of an artist that that literally could could do all of it. You know, look, I love Keith Urban. I think that to me, uh, now that Merle Haggard's gone, I think he carries that torch alone. And what I mean by that torch is, is, is Keith Urban is the guy that sings it, writes it, and performs it. And people love every aspect of what he does. You turn right back around, and today's uh, female artist, I think Casey Musgrave, yeah. to me, is another one that is the same way. You know, here's a gal that not only does she write them, but she sings them and she performs them, you know, and, and, and you know, people love her. I, I like her. You know, I like what she does. And the reason why it is is because it's just like, you know, the album Mary Go Round. Uh, I got that record because a buddy of mine told me, man, you need to get that record and listen to it. it it's uh, it, it's really, you just, you know, I don't know where this gal's going or what she's heading for, but, man, you seriously need to get it. See, I still call them albums. They're <laughs> the download. I downloaded it, but it, it's still an album to me. Anyway, so I listened to it, and I got, I got thinking, man, this, man, this, man, this one. Thing. And she wrote that, and you know, of course, had some help. But you know, and then, but, but, but you look at the, 
the all-aroundness of, of an entertainer that uh, that you see has the goods of being able to uh, to carry out, you know, what their vision is and and what they believe in and, and, and how they want to do it and, and, and how they want to mold and shape their career and, and to present music to people. And uh, some of it, you know, is, again, to the preference of the listener, whether they like it or whether they don't. But you know you can't you can't ever blame anybody for throwing it out there, and and allowing people to either like it or, or dislike it. No doubt about it. You talk about songs that make you feel. The two you mentioned there, Keith Urban and Casey Musgraves, they they know how to make those songs that that make you feel, and they can play the hell out of them too. So very well said. 